We are gonna talk on a podcast, not about your personal life. No, just your family life. <laughs> That's not personal, not at all. <laughs> I'm Nikki Bond, and my absentee rock and roll dad is taking a break from doing the podcast with me. So now I'm chatting with people whose parents screwed them up. Okay, today we have Meth. I don't do like a proper intro you don't do like a thing not like hey guys welcome back i, I probably should hey guys. hey guys welcome back to the podcast i'm nikki bond and i'm mav viola and here we are to talk <laughs> about how our parents fucked us up our parents fucked us up <laughs> okay this is the the i always like to ask first of all mav's an amazing comic we've known Sweet. each other quite a while like i think the whole time I've done stand-up. Yeah. Like seven years or something. Yeah. I did your show. You did a show and it was the second show I had ever done. Oh, yeah. Ladies Mike at yeah, Bar Lubitsch. Yeah. And oh you God. guys were so supportive of me. Aww. And I felt really good about myself. You were new then too? Yeah. Isn't it so funny? You don't know who's new. You have no idea. Like I totally thought that I was new and you weren't. I thought that I was new and you weren't. Look at us. I thought that you've been in it for like. 15 years no. you've only been in it for like seven eight years too yeah seven look at us <laughs> and we were Joe. just talking about how we're struggling yeah we're just struggling <laughs> struggling artists yeah it's just a confidence is high it's hot yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay so my first question that i like to ask yeah is and you talk about your family and your bit um, yeah i do but my first question i like to ask is do you have a favorite tv or movie parent that you always wanted when you were a kid like who did you look yes at? well because he reminded me of my dad but without the depression okay <laughs> tony danza from who's the boss oh i know even now <laughs> i, I see know him. right he's like so he's just smushy and he seems safe oh. we don't know maybe he's a bad guy who knows but he seems i don't think he's a like bad. a good dad yeah and, and he, he was, was such hot a good, he was hot he was a hot dad yeah i was into angela you obviously. were into yeah, angela okay. i just but like i didn't think that that would be like a yeah she was hot you thought i mean so? mona was hot mona was mona was sexy mona was sexy yeah angela was like i guess i thought angela was a little bit too thin she was for too me, thin. and her hair was a bit too stringy yes <laughs> <laughs> if we're gonna nitpick if we're gonna nitpick she was a little uptight but yeah, there's something about that like that, that i like i like, like to, i like to crack a bitch you know no one said tony danzi yet and that is a great right? one yeah. he was so much like my dad because my dad's italian and he's oh. loud life of the parties really sweet and like their his relationship with his daughter was really similar to mine and my dad because oh, she was a tomboy yeah and, yeah. yeah that's so yeah, nice it was really cute okay so if you were to define what how your parents screwed you up <laughs> <laughs> we'll go back into the history but i'm trying a new structure i'm like yeah what what is the main thing for you as a human the main way they screwed me up yeah i'm I think oof, they screwed me up in a lot of ways. Hard to pinpoint Great. one. I'm very hyper vigilant. I don't I even know what that means. It means that I'm I'm not very trusting. I'm always oh, kind of looking over oh, my shoulder. Okay, okay. Um, I think that's a good thing, but it can, can be. But paranoia. But it can, yeah, it can yeah. lead to really feeling like everyone's out to get me, mm -hmm. or just not feeling secure. You know, like I just never quite feel secure. It's so funny because I just had Noah Finling on and he's the opposite. His parents like s 
smothered him oh. that he went into the world thinking no one's out to get him and then he started getting <laughs> fucked over oh, by that's people hilarious. because he had like really good supportive parents oh but they God. didn't teach him and like you don't think of it that way they were like Never. too much and that he was just so naive and getting fucked over by everybody because his parents were so like I got you. Yeah, they're like, we love you. We support you. Yeah. Anything you need. And he was like, oh, I guess everybody is like this. Oh, so this my is- God. It's the complete <laughs> opposite. So that's, that's so interesting. Funny. Yeah, okay. That's really funny because I, I don't know. My parents were loving. Yeah. You know, they're good. They're good people, yeah. essentially. They were just so caught up in their shit. Okay. You know? Yeah. And uh, so and it's made you parents. It's made me really, yeah, just, you know. I, but I know that now, so I'm, you know, I have more tools to deal with it, but yeah. Do you find though, because I'm kind of, uh, like I'll be, if I meet somebody and I feel like, Oh, don't like them. Yeah. Then I'm like, I know they're not a good person. Yeah. Do you, it's hard to trust. Like what is the pattern in your head? And mm-hmm. also then like the actual, if, if it's true or not. Yeah. Do you no, struggle I, I, with that? I'll like see the red flag uh-huh. or I'll have like a ping or uh-huh. an intuitive moment. But then I start to question it. Yes. And then I'm like, but, and I do this other thing where I'm like, well, I'm not perfect either. So, you know. (laughs) So then now you don't trust yourself. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm just in this weird loop of like, especially in relationships, like I'll get into relationships in my past where I'm like, justify anything they do, even if it really, really doesn't sit well with me. Cause I'm like, well, I'm not perfect. So, or I've fucked up in the past or whatever. And then you let and them in. And you're like, you just let them in. Oh my God. Yeah. Okay. You have to trust yourself more for sure. Yeah. But it's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. And especially when, like, then I get annoyed with myself if I trust or if I don't trust. And then I realize they're good people. And I was like, but I know that they still might not be. Yeah. yeah. Some, someone I'm right. like, there's a reason I felt that. Usually it bites me in the ass. Like I, I overlook something. Yeah, this example? happened to me. Yeah, this okay. happened to me with a friend recently. Um, someone I'd known for a few years, uh, and always had the feeling of like something just doesn't feel entirely right here. I feel like there's I don't know why. And I and instead of listening to that and like putting space in that friendship and yeah. it being more of like colleagues, someone I see out and about, I like do this thing where I double down because I feel bad yeah. and I feel like my something about me is making them uncomfortable. Yeah. So I have to overcompensate. And so I would like overcompensate with like, you know, making them feel comfortable and and good about themselves. And then it bit me in the ass because, um, they stole my jokes for their special. And this is the first time I'm saying that out loud. I'm not going to say who, but yeah. And it sucked and they denied it. And you know, we're not friends anymore, but Oh. It's like if I had just listened to that initial instinct feeling of like something doesn't feel entirely good here. I'm not saying this person's a bad person. I didn't even feel that way. I wasn't like I didn't have this initial ping of like this person's bad at all. I just felt like something about me is making them uncomfortable. And maybe and because I've experienced this with some people like where they're I don't know if it's jealousy or what it is, but I end up feeling bad because there's nothing I can do about something about yeah, me, you know? Yeah. You're, you're very outgoing, confident. You're like a real light, you know oh, what I mean? Sweet. And I think that people 
that would be jealous of that yeah if they're not naturally that or but you don't want to admit that because then you feel vain i know i know but you're like because you just are caught like you just bring a lot of energy to a situation yeah. which is a great quality but people who don't naturally have that or insecure with themselves are going to be want to yeah dim it they want to dim it and then if and you have to be aware of that and like just lovingly like put space between you because yeah. it just bites you in the ass you I know can't. was that recently yeah, it was recently. It was like a few months ago. How many jokes? A lot. Oh my God. But yeah, trust your instincts. Trust your instincts is the biggest. But your parents taught, they screwed they, you over time. They screwed you. me over. Okay. So we'll they go didn't to, teach me that. Like, they didn't they teach just, you that. It, yeah, that was like not something. I think when you grow up in a home where you don't feel, uh, where someone's telling you who to be and how to be. And uh, that's what your parents did? My mom, really. My okay. mom, you know, struggled uh, so and still struggles to hold herself accountable, you know, really yeah. wants to almost not intending to, but like gaslights you into thinking things didn't happen or, okay, okay. you know, and so you just don't trust yourself. Cause you're like, Oh, this adult is telling me yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. Even though what they just said and did, didn't feel fine. Okay. So that, you know, over time that develops into, well, when my gut tells me something, I must not be right. I should yes, question it because she's, affected you that you think that way yeah. okay so then we'll get into it who is your parents still together no okay um when did they divorce when i was 13 oh jesus yeah. that's a yeah. weird age and they <laughs> but they're both best friends they're best friends yeah they hang oh, out no all the time yeah. okay so they both screwed you up or who yes my mom i think i've always assumed my mom screwed me up the most because i can remember it more but okay. my dad has struggled with depression my whole life and um you yeah. know, I'm realizing lately how a lot of the maybe more abandonment issues come from my dad and then the hypervigilance comes from my mom. Okay. Because yeah. he was kind of, he's attempted suicide multiple times oh in my, my life. Oh my God. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Yeah. It's also, uh, I don't know if you suffer from this, but the fear of like not knowing what to expect from yes. someone that if they if someone like stops calling me or isn't as in touch, I get really paranoid and scared. Yeah. Same. Yeah. Same. It's cause you don't know the mood of mm -hmm. your parents. Right. So you're used to being like anything can happen. Right. Which is part of hypervigilance. You're like, okay. Uh, hi hyperactive. It's like not just looking over shoulder, but like you feel a need to control your environment at all times. Cause you never know. And to, and to be fine all the time. Cause Whoa. you never know what you're going to get. Maybe I'm hyper. I think you are. I think you That's, got a scotch of it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my God. Look at what I learned. <laughs> okay. So starting from when did, uh, let's, you can talk about both of them, but I like to like go back yeah. into childhood as a kid in school. Was there issues with your parents or did it form as an adult? It was kind of always there. I mean, my mom told me that when I was, when she, when, when I was in her womb, my dad sat her down and was like, I feel empty inside. Oh, so I think my, yeah. Your mom told you that? Yeah. How old were you? I mean, I was, when she told me? Yeah. A teenager. That is, why would she tell you that? Because he, I think she wanted me to understand that his depression wasn't, oh, was about always you. there. Okay. And that there was really nothing I could do about it because, okay. but I think I heard it in the womb because. I was coming to life. Yeah. And my whole life I have felt this real responsibility for my dad and, and like he can do no wrong. And I think uh. it's because I've always sort of known either consciously or unconsciously when subconsciously when I was little, like he could just not be here one moment because he so struggles so much. Yeah. Um, so it's always like, and we still are like this, my brother and I, like 
we raced to him we're like oh he can do no wrong like whatever he does it's fine because he could kill himself you know so like it's got to be fine so yeah, yeah. let him off the let hook always oh, because he might hook he himself might, yeah exactly <laughs> i don't know I truly don't know. like that's crazy my poor mom is like yeah it's annoying and we're like i can yeah. see it now I can yeah. See that. yeah yeah she's like y'all don't cut me any slack i'm like yeah. that's true that's uh, that's so interesting because like you think of like teen or kids and it's always like the bad kid that gets let let off the hook because yep. it's like well that they might cut themselves but yeah it's, with you it's your parents it's my parents yeah. your dad is always just can get away with anything yeah he can get away with anything because he's truly like every few years he attempts suicide and oh like my God. ends up in the psych ward so like no yeah so we're just like we don't want to upset dad too much yeah, like you don't want to get too don't mad at trigger him, him. want to trigger him yeah because also like if he did kill himself and you guys did trigger him yeah. i said that at air quotes you would just blame yourself i know but then he told me oh uh that actually for for him at least and with a lot of people who are suicidal or have depression he said that actually a, a lot of times it's the good oh. moments <laughs> that make him i know we can't win because he's like he's like here's what happens he's like your brother calls because one time he went missing when my brother my brother calls and tells him he, they're pregnant with their first child okay and all of a sudden and my dad's like that's great you know we're like all celebrating and then i get a call from my stepmom and she's like your father's missing no yeah you, dad oh uh, there was a miscarriage yeah. uh <laughs> yeah dad, 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 dad we're getting an abortion we it. whatever it's fine don't worry about it and then he feels guilty about that it's like you can't win but he literally went and tried to kill himself because he's he said that it's overwhelming you know that he want he sh oh, what's how do i say it he puts all this pressure on himself like i should feel happy this should be making wow. me feel happy and it doesn't and then he feels bad about that so wow. happy things end up making him feel worse because he can't feel the same level of happy that everyone else is feeling interesting i know so i'm like we're damned if we do we're damned if we don't holy shit and it has but in that a way that helps you understand off the hook yeah yeah it, or it has yeah well kind of but now you have to just not bring joyful things to him well you, no you can't you have to just live because yeah it's, it's like, not up to you yeah good yeah. or bad there's yeah. really no rhyme or reason to it yeah it's like if you have that level of depression you just have to either be you know you're either going to succumb to it or you're going to do all the hard work in terms of therapy and medication and all of that to get right did um, he do that he's done he does the medication finally he's got that sorted finally no he's gone off and on it my whole life he's out of control he's also you would he is mr magoo he is so fun and so he's tony oh, danza he's tony danza yeah. with depression it doesn't make any sense because he seems like he wouldn't have that yeah because he's really fun and lighthearted yeah. and everything but um but he yeah he's got the medication right finally he won't do therapy because he's just old school he's like oh, i'm fine yeah all the baby, go to work none know? of the baby boomers do therapy no. they're like no not no. happening yeah yeah i'm his therapy he calls yeah. me like every single day but does that bother you i'm like when i have to be the therapist i'm like this is too close to home <laughs> i probably would if i weren't so afraid he'd kill himself <laughs> I'm like a hostage. I'm like, no, you it's fine. It's fine. You're literally <laughs> dealing with people stealing your jokes. Like you got drugged the other day at a brewery. Like you're dealing with oh so much. God. And he's like, hey, uh, I just saw a kid get really excited to see Santa Claus and <laughs> I'm not feeling too good. <laughs> <laughs> I love talking to him, though, because he's funny. He's so, yeah. He has such a good sense of humor about it oh my god he does yeah he does he he definitely does yeah wow that's great yeah 
Yeah. That's nice that you have a good relationship because that is a lot. Did was he doing that when you were a kid, like attempting I suicide? Don't think so. <laughs> I can't. It just is so. I'm it's only wild. laughing because I'm like, this is no. It's funny. So much to. Do. I'm literally writing a dark comedy about it right now because it's so actually funny. There's you can't not laugh at it. Like yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, he. Did, I don't remember him doing that per se as a kid but he may have because he did tell me about a bunch of like failed attempts that like didn't even get you know those the, the attempts where he's ended up in the hospital and then gets in the psych ward but then there's like attempts that like we don't even know about like um one was he sat he told me <laughs> that he went and got in his car one night in the garage to do the like exhaust die that yeah. way he's like an hour went by and he's like what's going on like why i don't feel anything and so he googled it and apparently his model of car had been like updated so that that's not possible oh and he's just like my. all right so went inside had some oreos and went to bed like no. <laughs> i thought you were gonna say he was in an electric car <laughs> no that, that would be funnier actually that would be right honestly yeah. that's something he would do because he's just not you know he's just he doesn't really think through or he's like a lazy <laughs> which is kind of the best kind of suicidal it's parent hysterical you could have what are the other failed attempts this is i don't even really know good. i'd have to talk to him because i've recently been like i really want to talk to him more about it yeah but it's funny i mean it's not funny it's serious yeah but at the end of the day you you have to you have laugh to. at it you have to yeah and that's that is the one thing about my family that like yeah, they fucked me up in a lot of ways, but my family laughs about everything. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So they did give me that. Yeah. Thank God. I know. So, and which is, explains why you're such a ray of light yeah. and like, <laughs> well, whatever. Ooh, yeah. yeah. So did he, when he went missing that time, oh did you God. guys find out where he was and what he was doing? Yeah. I had to file a missing person report okay. from California, which was hilarious because they're like are there any distinguishing features on his body like in case we find him like maimed <laughs> and i'm like i've never seen my dad like what do you mean yeah I'm like, like he looks kind of like a koala like i don't <laughs> know what to tell you uh the hair on his chest grows in the shape of a capital i like <laughs> i don't know what to tell you this is weird and then they found him this is so crazy they found the way they found him is because they found him he turned up in a hospital because he had gone to a hotel and over like took a bunch of pills, but then he went to t send a text. I don't know if it was like a goodbye text or what from his phone. And it was one of those Samsung phones that like were catching fire. Do you remember that? Yes. And it fully caught fire. No. And so he had to call the front desk and she called 911 and the, all the fire trucks and everything came. And then they're like, what's up with you? Why are you? And he's like, you know, <laughs> I to commit suicide. And they're like, oh shit. So he almost burned down a motel. A hotel. <laughs> Like, he cannot die he he's literally like cannot die that is the darkest comedy it's so That's stupid so funny i know i know he it's like, incredible you probably also feel a bit eased out too because you're like well he's been stopped like the the universe isn't letting yeah, him die. That's why he's seventy four. I'm like, I just tell him all the time. Can you just let nature take its course now? Can you just yeah, stop? Like, yeah, we are gonna die, dude. You're trying too hard. Yeah, you know, you're thirst trapping Mother Nature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not like a twenty seven year old yeah. rock star. Yeah, who yeah. can't handle the biz yeah. and the pressure? Like yeah. you're seventy four year old contractor <laughs> in Virginia Beach. You're gonna go at some point, and it, it could be tomorrow. Like it, could, it couldn't. We don't know. Just, just let it happen. Patience, babe. Patience. Patience. 
you're so impatient. <laughs> and you have no guts. Like, let's be real. Yeah, you have no guts. You have no guts. Yeah, you don't, you're not very smart either. You don't have what it takes. Yeah, you don't have what it takes <laughs> to be a real suicidal person. Right. And, and you're wasting all of We're probably going to get backlash yeah. from the mental health community for this. But yeah. when you've dealt with this forever, you yeah. just, there's no other way around it. You got yeah. a joke. And and now you've spent so much money on the psych wards for him. You're like, you just, you know. Well, I didn't pay for it. But he did. He did. Oh. I think he pays for it. Um, maybe insurance covers it. I don't know if they cover it every time. Well, but... that's still your, you know, yeah. your family money that you could have yeah, gotten. You know what? That's true. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's right. That <laughs> oh is true. You know what? That's yeah. true. Yeah. Oh, oh. <laughs> my tooth. Oh, no. <laughs> it's like, hey, stop talking about this. <laughs> oh, my God. That's so funny. That's so funny. Okay. Yeah. So let's go to your mom. So yeah. I want to understand more about what your mom does in terms of like who she is and your relationship. She, growing up, mm. she was, um, I, I did not, this is going to sound bad, but I just, I didn't like her. Okay. I did not like her. Okay. I was daddy's girl. My allegiance was to my father. You can also look here. Yeah. You keep like being like, where am I looking? You're good I, either way. I'm not going to judge you for looking into the okay, camera. Right, okay. right. <laughs> um, I think as an adult, you know, I understand more now what a woman in the eighties was going through yeah. who has a husband with serious depression. He was cheating on her oh, and damn. then she cheated on him. Okay. But we love who she's married to the man that she cheated on oh, him with. Oh, I love that. And he's wonderful. So I it's all fine. That. It all worked okay. out fine. But, you know, I can look back and get it now, like what she was going through. But when I was little, I didn't have that, that knowledge, you know, the adult brain. So did you she know she was felt, cheating? I did. I knew she was cheating. She doesn't even, they won't even admit that they cheated. <laughs> so if they hear this, they're going to be very mad at me, but they won't admit it. I can take it but out. But I knew because I walked in on them. Hey, guess what? <laughs> Announcement. PSA, mommy, dad. I know. We all know. Everyone knows in the whole community. <laughs> Everyone knows. And no one's mad. Like no one cares. So just let it go because we yeah. love you both. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I knew because it was my friend's dad, at, like oh, in the neighborhood. Like it was like a real TV oh, scandal, you know? That's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, she just was, she was really unhappy and not very warm. Mm -hmm. And I think she tried her best. I do. I can look back and see that she was trying her best, but, um, there was just, I think her life was just, there was too much going on for her to really be present in the way that a kid needs a mom to be yeah, present. Yeah. Um, so I, I was probably hard on her mm -hmm. growing up. I didn't really want a relationship with her when I was in high school. I lived with my dad. And, okay. Um, I think I, I think I just directed all of my feelings toward her. Like, yeah. it's just like you did this. It's all um, your fault. And yeah. And sure. yeah. And I don't feel that way now. I see it. There's a much rounder picture of it. Cause when we grow up, we realize how complicated relationships are. <laughs> yeah. And we're like, oh, this is hard. <laughs> yeah. This is really, oh, you're coexisting with a stranger who right. you <laughs> haven't known your whole life. Right. And yeah. you've made a family with them. Yeah. And, and we, so then the kids feel like we're a family and they're like, we're strangers actually. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> sometimes I get high and I'll like look at my guy and be like, I don't know yeah. you. <laughs> you could kill you? me. Yeah, you could. <laughs> He's not gonna that face. No, but, but sometimes I'm like, what if you just 
this it's is weird. Your whole plan. Yeah, I don't know you. You actually don't, and people can change yeah. too. That's the other part. That's the scary part. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I have a much better understanding of her now. And and the man she's with, my stepfather, is like so much better suited for her. And you know, they're all they all get along with my dad and hang out all the time. And she just is so much lighter and happier. Yeah, which indicates to me like she didn't really do much. She just turned changed her environment. Right. And. Yeah. You know, she's still a, a fucking pistol, you know, she's still, okay. she's still a little hellion. Okay. So what did she, when you hated her, when you were not hated her, I really, <laughs> I'm trying to make this dramatic. No, I think, I mean, I think I did write that in my diary. You did. And I feel bad about that, but I think Don't that was just bad. kid shit. You know, it's yeah. just like, you got to put it somewhere. Yeah. You know? And did she know it? Like, did she, would she, or was she just like, I don't care whatever you think what you want? I think she just was too busy she was really busy she's a busy body she like doesn't sleep we call her the energizer bunny because she's just oh, like damn and her nickname growing up in the neighborhood was roadrunner because she was always driving around just driving around she's just doing she still speed, does that yeah she's just like drives around she just drives yeah she's drives <laughs> and okay. uh i don't think yeah i don't think anyone stops long enough to really check in with us okay you know and I think it, there were a lot of keeping up with the Joneses, keeping up appearances. Oh, interesting. Will you mm -hmm. go into that a bit more? Yeah, very like beaver, leave it to beaver. <laughs> like, would it be like, oh, wear this outfit today or put... Oh, yeah, I had to dress a certain way. Like, oh. we fought every single day on what I was going to wear because I had to look like a doll every oh. day. Oh, you know? okay. And then it's, everything's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Wow. But it was it wasn't. And so there was just no, like checking in with the kids of like how are you guys doing you know who are you yeah outside of just what i want you to be interesting you know and how does that affect you to this day um it's hard i mean it's definitely hard to feel confident in who i am like obviously i've stepped into it to a degree in yeah. the way that i express my gender and sexuality like that's become pretty easy because it's yeah. more comfortable yeah uh, but yeah I mean I had to move 3,000 miles away really to get away from it all Whoa. because I just wanted to find out who the fuck I was outside of you know my family and the culture in Virginia and all of that just felt like a lot of pressure mm -hmm. and now the way that it really comes up for me I think is mostly in my dating relationships I have a hard time mm -hmm. because um, it's almost like you're raised by this, these qualities that you don't like, yeah. but then because that's what's, what, that's what was shown, you almost mimic it sometimes. Yeah. Like my, uh, my, um, in one relationship, like we both kept showing up as our mothers during conflict. Like I'd be like, you know what? You look just like your mother right now. That's how your mother would say. It. And she's like, that's how your mother would say it. And we realized like, whoa, we're both showing up as the person that we actually don't want to show up yeah. as. I mean, we respect them in a lot of other ways. Yeah, but, but you don't want to fight like, like you're, the, the, no one wants to fight like anybody fights because that's the worst part of people. Yeah. Like you're going to fight, but yeah. But I guess it's the same idea of like, they say like sometimes people who are abused end up abusing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. they don't, it, because you, you watched that you really don't, unless you unlearn it and learn new s skills, yeah. you're going to do what you saw. Yep despite how much you don't want to, you yeah. gotta unlearn that shit. Yeah. You know, it's true. So basically you were just like the, it comes up in relationships the most. It comes up in relationships and it comes up in my, um, worth when it's like, 
like getting yourself to the next level with career stuff or like really advocating for yourself, yeah. like really believing in yourself. Like I, I get, um, I feel like that's like unattractive and I, so I, I relate you know to I mean? this I'm so, much. so bad at like, do you think though that be more shameless? I really like your ring. That's fine. No, no, I wasn't. I was looking at your ring. Um, my nails are always dirty too. We have a lot of common. Um, <laughs> do you think that comes from your mom's side or way your mom, the way your mom affected you or your dad or both the worth thing? Maybe both. I mean, my dad work wise, I guess he was just like a typical man from that era. So he like has the work ethic and like does, you know, will do his job. But like, yeah. I think that obviously if you're dealing with somebody with depression and suicidal ideation, you're not seeing a very good representation of like self-love and worth, you know? Yes, true, true. So, but yeah. then my mom being like real product of her time, but being this like really smart, intelligent, hyperactive woman who's stuck at home being a housewife and I, and really frustrated with it, you know, didn't show me that I need to like go for things that I want. And, yeah. you know, they would say that, but it's another thing to not see it. So yes. nobody was modeling that for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah, for sure. And also I think that when you don't, the self-worth, I, the unpredictability of a parent and not knowing who they're going to be that day makes you just more, yeah, what you said, like wanting control. But then at the same time, if your mom is being cold and stuff like that, then you're just kind of like, oh, I'm not worth, right. Subconsciously, I'm not worth the effort. Right. Or I also think like if people are acting out, if your parents are acting out and not censoring themselves with the depression, with, you know, even yeah. if, if they're putting themselves first, then you're like, could you just, could you just parent for a minute? Yeah. Could you just put me first? And then, right. but I guess I, oh yeah, everybody else comes first. Not me, not me. Right. And your basic needs are being met. If, yeah. if they are, then you're like, you kind of just get used to being fine yeah. with everything. Yes, yes. And so I've gotten to this age now where I'm like, why am I acting like this is enough? Yeah. And it's not okay for me to want more. Yeah. And I will like talk myself out of wanting more by making myself feel bad for what I have in comparison to what other, like I'll be like, well, there's people on boats going from one country, you know, drowning in the ocean. <laughs> I should be so lucky for this. And that is true. Yeah, of course. But it doesn't need to like, you don't have to compare stunt me. Do you, from, you down, you downgrade compare. Uh, do you upgrade? Like, do you never, still <laughs> you're no. never like, Oh, that person has that. I want that, but I'm not good enough for that. Recently. I've been like, I need to, I'm aware that I need to be around more people who have, who are leading the kind of life I want. Right. So that I expand my, like yeah. seeing is believing. Right. Yes. So I'm, I'm realizing that. But my typical reaction to is like, I don't even think I don't deserve that. It's not even a conscious thing. I'm not like, oh, I don't deserve it. Or like, oh, I'm not enough. It's not like that. I'm just like, I have this low key, like, oh, I'm fine. I should be fine. I'm fine. It's fine. I don't need that. It's okay. fine. Okay. Yeah. Complacent. Yeah. I'm complacent. Yeah. yeah I, ha I had to be growing up. I had to be complacent. I feel like because my parents were both like freaking out and all the time. And then, you know, ever, all the kids other than me were f acting out, all the step kids, my brother, like they were all just like, my brother was like, could be complacent too, but he was partying and this, that, and the other. And I just was like, I got into this organization called Young Life, got wrapped up in evangelical Christianity Whoa! Okay. and just was like, I'm fine. I'm the one that's fine. Wow. I'm a good kid. I don't never get in trouble. I didn't have a boyfriend anything nothing never dated 
wow. all of high school ever and just was fine. I'm just going to be fine with whatever. And I think I've just been like literally arrested development since then when it comes to more, getting more, yeah. you know? Yeah. How old were you when you joined Young? <laughs> young Life. Young uh, Life. 15. And how did you get in? How? Uh, I was approached by like they have yeah they have they have leaders (laughs) that come into the schools okay and they hold all their like fun meetings at school their whole idea is that like it's not church it's this separate organization it's not through any church it's non-denominational and it's a bunch of like fresh out of college to like mid-30s adults that put on this like weekly one hour no Jesus talk the whole time until the end and it's like skits and music and it was like all the cool kids when it was like fun. Oh, wow. But because I was sort of a latchkey kid at that point, like just sort of on my own, like living with my dad, I'm living with your dad, you're not, yeah. nobody's like, where are you? Are you being yeah. home for dinner? Like nobody cares. Yeah. Um, I just fell into like feeling like taken care of, I guess. Wow. Yeah. That's where you got it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And yeah. when did you get out of it? Well, I was um, assaulted by a, my pastor when i was 18. this is what i was going for yeah. guys this is the episode oh, right yeah, baby when you were 18 yes he groomed me from 15 to 18 and then Shit. um once i was legal he assaulted he yeah he assaulted me Whoa. he's in jail now he him. is yeah that's I amazing put him in jail a few years ago you got him in jail mm-hmm. good for you yeah testified all that shit did what, a sting operation a few years ago a sting operation yeah can you tell us the goddamn like six story? years ago or something i can't remember Whoa. now but yeah let yeah, me it, make sure i'm still recording yeah you're fine what? i know he's crazy okay, okay. tell us what <laughs> happened so so 15 years after it happened um I mean, when it happened, it was terrible. Like the whole community turned on me. It was really, really? bad. Yeah, was, oh my God, it was so fucking so bad. So when, when it did happen, you outed him right away. Somebody called me on it. A close, uh, a mentor was wow. like, something happened to you and you need to tell me what's going on. Like you're acting different. That's amazing. I know, thank God. And so I told her. Um, and then, you know, nothing was done because it's religion and they all want to handle it within the church. And so they do nothing and everybody thinks that you're a whore nobody wants to believe you and wow um which is crazy because i never even had i'd never done anything with anybody like nothing you don't even like men i don't even like men like that's like this, bro hello this yeah it's like i show up to the courtroom and it's like the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the judge said something in the end like he's holding up a picture of me at like age 16 or whatever yeah. and like <laughs> he's like obviously this person <laughs> was fucked with like he didn't say that but like that is amazing because i'm like long blonde hair really i was very not naive but like i was shy a little shy and sweet i mean you were complacent i was complacent yeah and so then i show up like this you know to the trial and it's like yeah he's like little this is he's like (laughs) i'm pretty sure this person's telling the truth Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So you, you, your mentor called you, said something happened. Yeah. She then, said that to me in person. And then, and then oh. after I moved out here, I got call, a call from the. Wait, quick question. Yeah. So then did she like out him right away? And then the whole town turned on you? C- kind of. Yeah. It was, it was like, uh, yeah, it was, a, yeah, it was bad. It was really, really bad. Everybody oh, turned on me. There were a few people who stood by me, but it was confusing. And here's the other thing of like this whole, like, can I trust myself? Can I not? Even 
most of the people, not there were many, but the few people that did have my back and support me were also, and I've given them a lot of grace and forgiveness and understanding now we've, we've talked it out, but we're still like confused on how to handle things. So they kept hanging out with him or going to dinner with oh. him. He kept coming to the church. Cause it's a cult leader. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what that does to your mind is it, it minimizes what happened to you. So you're like, Oh, I guess it wasn't that big of a deal because no one's reacting like it yeah. is. Yeah. And no one's doing anything about it. So I guess I won't do anything about it. And you already have the mentality of I'm fine. Everything's yep. fine. Exactly. So like people like predators like that, they, they know to Who's, go after people yeah. like that because they know that you're most likely not going to do anything. Wow. You know? Um, and I didn't, you know, I mean, I got really ill. I had really bad anorexia. I had to be oh, hospitalized. No. And oh my God. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. Cause that's the control. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. So then cut to cut to moved out here, you know, got away from all that shit. And then the, a detective from Virginia beach called me. She'd gotten a tip from somebody about it. And she was like, Hey, what happened to you was a felony, you know, which means there's no statute of limitations. If you want to go after this guy, like we've looked into it and we want to take him down. Are you down? Did he do it to other people? Is mm -hmm. that why? Okay. But they couldn't be involved in the trial. Only me because, um, that what he had done technically oh, it's this is so shitty the way that they define abusing women because they're like truly they're like if you touch them on the outside it's a misdemeanor if you go inside it's a felony Whoa. like it changes it's it's really fucked up that we define oh abuse that way i know so yeah we did a phone sting operation where i called him and you know got him to like talked him into basically admitting almost all of it which we got him like as close as you can get to like almost a full admission you called him out of nowhere mm -hmm. was he like oh hey yeah it was weird yeah well we had a whole angle because normally how they do stings is like or what they were saying was like they would wire me and and you meet up with them and you basically kind of convince them that you That's liked it so scary and that maybe you'd want it again and it gets okay. them talking about it but obviously the way i look there's yeah. just no way he would buy yeah. that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> she sees it she's like we're gonna have yeah. to reroute yeah, this operation like, uh, <laughs> she, no she already knew she was like so she's like so this is what we would normally do but you know i do know what you look like now and she's like a really good friend of mine now so it's just so funny to us to look back on and we had a good laugh in the moment like that but then yeah i had did like a phone staying and then um and then we went to trial and testified and was cross-examined for were hours you nervous it was crazy this thing i was but um, I felt like I left my body. I felt like I was on cool. the ceiling. It was really weird. Whoa. I didn't feel like I was in my body. Whoa. And the same thing happened at trial. Like when I was being cross-examined, it was like I was someone else. Wow. Like I was just really powerful. It felt very bizarre. Like interesting, you know, you yeah. kind of have to because survival they're sitting right there and there's all these people that hate you and everything. And you just sort of have to lock in Yeah. It's or, or you won't be able to do it, you know? Wow. And what was the angle you went for? With the sting was yeah. like, um, I said, I know that you want to be able to go out in the community and live your life without any of the backlash from what happened back in the day. Um, cause somebody had told me that he like was trying to work with kids again. And like, he felt like every time he tried to do that, um, people would bring this up. And I said, you know, I, I want it to go away as much as you do. But in order for that to happen, like, I really need you to acknowledge what you did because you never have. Wow. 
And so we just got to talking and he's like, well, tell me how you remember it. And so I told him what happened and he ended up saying something to the effect of, which was really damning. Um, I don't remember it exactly like that, but, but that doesn't mean that what, how you remember it couldn't have been what happened, which is a weird thing to say if you didn't do something. Also, it's very you're like, listen, my parents already say they don't do things that they do. Yeah. And this is the closest I've ever gotten the parental yeah. figure to admit it. Oh my God, that's so funny and so true. Like, I remember I didn't even know how good of an admission that was, but the cop, that the LAPD that were, because I did it at LAPD, they were like, yes, hang up the phone, hang up the phone, yes. And I was like, what? And they're like, she's like scribbling on a paper, like, you did it, that's great. And like, we hang up and they're like, that's the closest to an admission wow. we've ever gotten you're like me too i was like me too. <laughs> i was like that works they're like it works i was like okay that's amazing yeah because apparently they said that most people will never fully admit what they did because they want to keep they don't want to ever give you full power they want to keep you needing yeah. something from yeah, them yeah, yeah so they'll like roundabout you know wow. to make you to keep you engaged but that dumbass it, it the phone disconnected at one point and I called him back and he answered. You think he would have had a moment Ooh. of like, is this being recorded? The first thing I would think if somebody called me. With cell phones, right? I would think the call dropped. I would just think the call dropped. That's true. Always. But would you open up like that? I mean, I guess that's just a difference between a sociopath and it not. It is a difference between a sociopath yeah. and also I think like somebody. narcissist. Yeah. And somebody who is like, oh, I like children. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I like the validation of innocent people. Oh, you God. know, so you went in being innocent what? and like, these people are stupid. They're so they stupid. They think they're so smart. It's like, bro, if someone called me and started asking me questions like that. Yeah. I'd be like, are you recording this? Yeah. 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 Out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. They just like attention that much. Yeah. Holy That's, shit. It, you just play off that. That's why those scenarios work when they do stings because they're banking on these people being sociopaths and narcissists who want to the attention yeah. yeah that is and now he's in jail good now for he's in you jail. for how long he got 10 years well he got 30 35 years 25 suspended i don't really know what that oh, means i don't know why that means. but so he has to serve 10 you just saved so many 18 year olds you know what's cool about it is we changed the law so when he appealed it he appealed it three times because you can they denied it all three times but they decided to change the law based on this case so that victims can get a um, conviction based on coercion and intimidation. Whoa. So, which makes it far easier for victims to come forward That's and to amazing. get convictions. Yeah. Cause whereas before it was like, they really want you to have, you know, evidence and all that shit. And we all know that's not, well, you're yeah. not taking pictures of yourself yeah. right after you're not like, yeah. And if you did, people would have something to say about it. They'd yeah. be like, why did you take selfies after yeah. you got raped? Were you, you so know? sad. Yeah. Like what? So after this case, yeah, they decided to change that. And it's cool when the, um, the DA or, or one of the attorneys will hit me up every once in a while and be like, you know, we just got another conviction based on your case. Just oh want to let you know. God. I know it's cool. That's the best. They gave me the, uh, that, that year, the Virginia Commonwealth gave me the fight against crime award. That's Cause we sick. did so much. Yeah, it was cool. Good for you. But I guess it ties in because parenting and this yeah. was like a father figure and yeah the things i went through basically set me up to be susceptible you yeah, know like to be okay with it's not my parents fault no but you know that's 
you, you got to think through what you're doing to your kids because you're not, you may not be hurting them that way, but then it makes them like need things from other people, other people who and, will. Yeah. And then they go f- somewhere else and find it. And then also the, like, if you're not paying attention to your kid always being fine, then they're fine with whatever is exactly. happening. Yeah. That's what I was always like. It's fine. Even while it was happening, like I was like more like, like I knew, I knew it was happening and I was freaking out and I tried to leave a couple of times, but ultimately I was like, just, I remember thinking, okay, this is what's happening. It's fine. Oh my God. Like just be fine. Cause his kids were asleep upstairs and I loved his wife and his wife was out of town. And I was Whoa. like, what if she walks in? And then like we have church, you know, we have an event tomorrow. We're supposed to all go to and church the next day. Like all that's r- r- literally running through my head. I'm like, it's fine. Because if you move or do anything, is kids going to wake up and come down and see this? Hell no. So it's fine. You know, it's fine. That bug, fine. That is, it all came full circle. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you feel? Is there anything that's helped you? Where are you at with all of, with the effect that, uh, not that you're, not to keep being like your parents, but it's fine. Have you overcome it or how do you deal to power through I think sometimes I overcompensate in the other direction. It's it's not, not fine. fine. <laughs> yeah. Like in a relationship, if I feel safe yep. or whatever, I don't know. I think that I can swing the other way. And so I have to, you know, I have to manage those motions because I can swing the other way and be yeah. like, it's not fine. I have hard boundaries. Like, and I'm no. sick of being always fine. Yeah. And this isn't, this isn't that's fine. Very confusing and very hard to yeah. navigate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I'm, I'm in the age of, of I'm coming down from that and I'm yeah. more kind of here, I guess. Okay. And then the other way is when things happen to me that aren't fine. Like that's how I am in like maybe a relationship, yeah. someone I feel close to and you're seeing all the time, but out in the world, like what happened with me with someone stealing my jokes, very hard for me to go. That's not fine. And I'm going to do something about it. And I'm going to trust myself on this yes. instead of Letting you letting you tell me like, oh, I didn't mean to do that. Or things are in the zeitgeist and these are just topics like, yeah, no, I'm going to trust myself here. Yes. Good. And I'm going to have my own back. And that shit is so hard. But you have to have people around you helping to push you. you. Yeah. A hundred percent. Because if you don't have people, then it's really hard. Exactly. And, and for people who aren't comedians that are listening, the whole thing about jokes, which we talked about in the bathroom break, <laughs> but it, like you said, it's not about the money. You don't want the money it's so hard to write jokes and there are comics that can write jokes like this. And then I'm not, I'm not like that. It takes a lot for me to naturally. And, and so it's, and I don't know how it is for you, but I can only imagine because if it's all your, a bunch of your jokes, you're like, I have to create more. And that's what I was, it takes for some of us, it takes a lot of time. So to lose them. Now people are going to think I'm stealing your jokes when I tell them. No, exactly. It's hard because you find for me, it's more about finding the, the angle. Yeah. Like the unique perspective on a topic. Yes. Yes. So sure. This topic might be in the zeitgeist, but this point of view is not your own. And exactly. And to hone into your own point of view, that takes a long time to find your authentic voice and make it funny. Yes. And so when someone just rips it off, you're like, yeah, it's not about the money. I don't care. Yeah. I I don't care about that. I want to be able to do my thing. Yes. I mean, I did have the thought like, well, if you're somebody who rips jokes off, like then you're stuck because at least I have this brain that'll just yes. keep coming up with shit. Yeah, 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 you know? exactly. 
So now you're getting better at sticking to your guns. Yeah, sticking sticking up for myself sticking and being like, yourself. that's not fine. And it doesn't matter what you say. Yeah. I trust myself and I trust the people that I put around me now who are good people who have my back. Will guide you. Yeah. Too. That's great. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, that trial really helped me do that. Like having someone call me out of the blue, like a whole team of people who've never met me, just being like, we flat out believe you and we want to do something about it. Yeah. was like... Yes. Oh. Yeah. Shit. It it does help you realize how powerful you mm-hmm. are and also just oh I was right that whole entire yeah, time. Yeah, I, fucking, I knew it. I fucking knew it. I knew and it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made all that doubt, I'm sure, all of those years yep. to then realize, no, I was right and I need to always be right. Yep. Yeah. Just, just trust yourself. Trust and yourself. And then being like, no, you got this, go on the stand and, and tell the whole thing. Get cross examined for two and a half hours. Yeah. Like just people being like, no, you can do this and you're 100% in the right. Yeah. Was like, wait, I shouldn't be doubting myself at all. And they're like, you actually literally can't if we're going to do this. Yeah. So it's so hard. I had that, <laughs> um, with the acting coach who sexually assaulted me and oh. all these years, it, it, I, it's fine. Like I, it's not <laughs> it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this is what we do with sexual assault. Yeah. We're like, well, it's no, he didn't fun. finger me. He just like locked me in a room and like started kissing my neck, pretending it's a part of the scene. And then was like, no, that's not, okay. not okay. None <laughs> of it's okay. <laughs> and there's know, not a there's not a hierarchy know, of not okay. But that's but we how we do, do that. it. I yeah. know. And I'm like, no, well, it's a, because yeah. when people are like, oh, I'm like, no, it's I don't need a hug. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's like there's like hug worthy assault, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is so ridiculous. I talk about this on stage sometimes because I'm like, what are we doing? Like, yeah, it's like no, it's fine, it's fine. But all those years, I just I told I was like this happened this happened to you and everyone's like the people in my improv group were like no and my one friend was like that's not okay go after him but I was like no 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 and then you doubt your it was like Mm -hmm. ah no but it was me it was me it was me because I stayed there I tried to stop it but yeah and then you bargain you bargain and then later on like 10 years later my friend who married the guy that was in my improv group I'm friends with both of them. And she was like, um, no, we need to out him. Um, <gasps> no, this needs to happen. And she like pushed me and pushed me and I outed him and then started like this whole group called keep actors safe where wow. you come forward about sexual assault. Look at you. Um, so it felt good to do that. It felt good. It felt wow. powerful because it now it, we've created this whole, uh, dialogue about acting coaches and we're outing acting coaches that are toxic and do oh my shit God, like that. Yeah. And like, There's so, There's so I've many. heard that story so many times Yeah, from girls, yeah. from, from women, young yeah. women, anybody. Well, nine women came forward about this guy when I came out, you know what, what a schmuck, <laughs> like you really, a piece I, of shit. and you do feel powerful. You're like, Oh my God. And then you're like, why did I keep it a secret for so long? Because it's fucking hard. It's and because so this hard. world does not, I mean, we could do a whole history lesson yeah. on like this whole world is not set up for women yeah. to believe themselves or trust themselves yeah. or be on their own. We just started like fucking being on our own, you know what yeah. I mean? In, yeah. in, in the history of and womanhood, at least in America, it's like, yeah, it's true. Yeah, we're not set. It's not set up for us to be, 
if a man things happen to men it's a little yeah. different i mean i think that you know not with maybe with assault but i think it also helps probably for you as well when they're, they're like oh he's still doing it that's what happened to me like she told me that yes. she knows someone that he did it to and she wasn't going to come forward i was like oh if it doesn't have to do with me if it has to do yep. with, with somebody else which is the same thing as it's fine because it's fine because <laughs> yeah. you're like that's another element yeah, yeah. if it's for my parents i'll act fine yeah. or, if, or if it's for someone else but for me i wasn't going to come forward to be like poor me no if it happened you to you i'm like i'll burn the city to the yeah. ground it happens to me i'm like it's fine <laughs> <laughs> i can't it's fine oh i am like God. a shark when it comes to other yeah, people same. but for myself i'm learning but then you know that you have to have other sharks around you yeah that's that's what you, that's what you gotta get yeah, yeah. i'm proud oh of you God. damn i didn't I'm know you did that you. look at us look at us little scorpio sisters just fucking doing it i'm an aries but oh, wait yeah. i thought you were scorpio no i'm an aries cute that's cute too though <laughs> but actually honestly very similar Aries, Aries and Scorpios. All my best friends are like Scorpios. Yeah, so all my go. friends are. I, so many Aries? of my best friends are Aries. That's, yeah. There you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, well, that was really helpful. So basically, yeah, uh, the way to get over it is get sexually assaulted yep. mm -hmm. and then uh, have a detective call you up. Yep. It, 18 years later yeah. and be like go to court and then you'll be like it's not then fine you're like, anymore. It's fine. It's then you're like <laughs> then you're like it's not fine anymore. And then you're like it's not fucking fine. <laughs> A build up and, and you're like i'm sorry i don't know the difference because <laughs> when things don't feel fine they it's like you have no scale anymore no at scale. all you am know? i overreacting am i underreacting mm -hmm. but you're still navigating yeah i'm still figuring it out and you gotta yeah. have people around you who are compassionate towards that yeah not people who make you feel bad about where you're at that's great yeah that's good advice too yeah oh my god that's and hold yourself accountable yeah for the ways take that you a, got it wrong take a breath so i definitely got it wrong when i was younger yeah yeah then you yes 20s i i nightmare yeah i mean i really let people walk all over me mm -hmm. and i get like a, annoyed when i feel like they they see that part of me and then i'm like oh good that's not gonna happen <laughs> because of that like kind of trying to keep the family okay yeah. if everybody's what well, you said the freaking out mm -hmm. i think what we didn't talk about real quick that i do want to know when you said like your mom and dad were freaking out all the time was it just like they yell and be like ah or what was it they weren't out? like fight i mean they would fight but not like but crazy just, they were just like there's just always sh shit going on in yeah. both of their lives like dad's always cheating there's someone calling the house mom's oh, upset man. she's freaking out like crying yeah. she's out the door dad's out the door chaos. like chaos chaos very cha dramatic very cha so theatrical like yes yes you know yes. so i was like i'm just gonna be in my room reading a book <laughs> and drawing i'm gonna get really good at art and then I'm gonna read the Bible for four years and get assaulted. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm on mission trips in Honduras. What are you doing? Okay, <laughs> like y'all are freaking out. I am in Dominican Republic, bringing I the can't. Lord to, to Dominicans in a mall. Oh okay? my God! At yeah. least you traveled. <laughs> At least I traveled. I haven't been out of the country since my missions trips. <laughs> get back into it. You know what? I'm going to accept Jesus when I leave here. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you for doing this. Do you have yeah. anything you want to plug? Um, no, nothing right now. You can just find me on social media, I guess, cool. at Matt Viola. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you yeah, so thank much. You. That I was fun. That was great. We really ran the game.